everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 206 on Monday the 22nd of October 2012. I am your host Stephen Layton and today I will mostly not be boiling coffee to within an inch of its life. Um, yes, I apologise for all the distress I caused to you last week with my ibricking. Um, we should dive straight into the news. I don't know why I do that every time. Yeah, hmm. Bit of a habit now. Anyway, another crazy week for new coffees. I won't go through them all, but you should definitely take a look at hasblog.co.uk and check out all the loveliness that we've added. Every new coffee that I add from now onwards will always be on Hasblog, so if you sign up to the RSS, you will not only hear my musing and thoughts, but you will also get to see new coffees as they arrive. So, uh, yes, do take a look at hasblog.co.uk. Android app downloads, they've been going okay, but I'm sure that not enough of you know about it. So uh, I've added a link to the front page on Hasbeen in the bottom right, and uh, yeah, share it amongst your droid friends and motivate Nigel to make sure it goes to the next step because I am very excited about the droid app. I cannot wait for the shop part to come to it. Um, and uh, yeah, you need to push Nigel in that direction so he's very excited by it. Which Mrs. Hasbeen's birthday, so please everybody wish her a happy birthday. Go on in the comments below, she'll like that very much. And um, yeah, it's a big birthday for her as well, but I'm not allowed to say, because she's very, very young. Very young. That's the, she's very, very young. And that was the news! Okay, so this week, uh, this coffee is from Ethiopia. So it seems only right that we do 20 seconds on Ethiopia. Okay, let's do this. Ethiopia is officially known as the Federal Democratic Republic of Ethiopia and is a country located in the Horn of Africa and is the most populated landlocked country in the world. In fact, Ethiopia is the second most populated nation on the African continent with over 86 million inhabitants, second only to Nigeria. Ethiopia is also one of the oldest sites for human existence, known to science. 20 seconds on. I think I crammed an awful lot into 20 seconds then. I found stuff out about Ethiopia I didn't know. Um, it was really, really interesting. The landlocked thing I thought was really interesting. The biggest landlocked country in the world. So uh, yeah, that was cool. But we should talk about the coffee. So this coffee this week is called Ethiopian Kaffa Chiri Washed. Um, it's from the Kaffa region uh, and it's from the Chiri Cooperative. Uh, Chiri is located next to the Mankira Forest, which local people believe is the true kind of birthplace of coffee, the first place that it was actually found. Um, and in fact, some people believe that coffee comes from the name Kaffa and you can kind of get why they might think that. Um, but there are other theories as well of where the word coffee comes from, so I'm, I'm not going to dismiss all of those, but it, it, it's something that is interesting. Um, Kaffir is found in the southwest, uh, southwest of the uh, capital city, Addis Ababa, um, in the region that's called Jimma. Um, the region is uh, a heavy ag ag agro ah, agricultural area. They grow maize, lots of other cash crops, but coffee is definitely one of the key ones. Although it's a little less known than Sadamo and Yergachev, it's still very capable of producing amazing coffees. 
And um, I've got to admit, I hadn't seen any of these amazing coffees until we cut this one. But that's because they really needed a little bit of help. Um, and there's an organisation called Technosurf, which is a non-government organisation that has gone into Ethiopia and invested a lot of time and energy and effort to uh, engage with the farmers, support them, help them set up new washing stations, cupping labs, uh, new cooperative structures, so they can work together um, and help find these stunning, amazing coffees. Um, and the actual project itself really, really seems to be doing that. Um, it's also helped the cooperative members get more money for their coffee. So uh, by bringing in buyers, uh, and this was bought from a, a, an, an exporter, or importer, sorry, who uh, has done a lot of work there and has paid a really good price for it, hence us selling it for the price we're selling it for. But that's actually passing down the cha chain as well, and that's something TechnoServe have really worked on. Um, total production of this lot in 2011 was just 400 bags, um, which is not a lot in the grand scheme of things, certainly for a cooperative. Um, but that's 400 bags of quality uh, with this very unique flavour profile um, and different to everything I've ever tasted from there. I'm really excited. Um, so what we should do now, we should go and do the map bit, which will give you an idea of the, the altitude, the forest area, where this coffee is grown and uh, give you a really good understanding of why this area is so special. Um, so it's time for the map bit. It's the map bit, no expense spent, it's the map bit. The map bit, no expense, let's get on with this, let's go up, let's zoom out, and let's go down to Africa. Now I always like it when we go to Africa, because it's kind of somewhere different, but for the map bit it's rubbish because I have no info. So you see to the northeast there you've got Harar, to the south you've got Yurgachev, and you've got Sadamo, and then... If you look at the very kind of top middle of your picture there, you've got Addis Ababa, and you still see the tip of Sadamo, but we're interested in here. So we're going to zoom down here. Now, this is as much as I can find out about this coffee. This is Jimma, which is the capital of the kind of the area, the Kaffa region where this coffee is from. And it's as much as I can find out, and I know it's a bit rubbish, but this is the trade-off for Ethiopian and African coffee in many cases that... It's just tougher to find stuff out on the map bit. So, hope you enjoyed that. I promise I'll get better at these the more I do. Honest, Gov. Um, that was the map bit. Interesting map bit. I'm always interested in Ethiopia because I kind of learn something myself from, from these map bits. Um, and that's really good. If I'm learning something, I hope you guys are learning something too. And... Uh, it's the time of the week that everybody looks forward to now. It's time for Roland's Daft Fact. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. How important is coffee to Ethiopia? Well, it equates to over 50% of all foreign exchange transactions and brings in revenue for the government of over 10%. I'd say that's quite important, wouldn't you? Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. I'm going to have to explain to Roland what the word daft means, I think, because that's interesting, not daft. Okay, so it's nearly time for the, for the uh, copy making, but before we do that, it's time for the Wheel of Death, so off comes Ibrick. I'm so pleased you're gone, Ibrick. 
for a while anyway. And it's replaced with the Presso. So, time for Wheel of Death. Where it goes, nobody knows. And nobody cares. I'm sure somebody cares. Chemex! Woohoo! He wins, he shoots, he scores. I love my Chemex, I love my Chemex. <laughs> so, this week I get something I like, which is good. Wheel of Death is not quite so uh, disastrous. Um, so I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go and make a Chemex. And I will be back with you in just a moment. And we are back. So let's dive into the espresso. Now, the problem with a lot of espressos with Ethiopians is that there's a lot of acidity, a lot of fruit going on, and it kind of detracts a little bit from the cup. Not so with this one. What you get is like dark, dark chocolate and cocoa kind of tones to it. And there is some acidity, but it's more controlled acidity. It's kind of like, reminds me very much of like blackcurrant and dark fruits and stone fruits. So very kind of dark fruity flavors. But the predominant one for me in the espresso is this cocoa stroke chocolate, which is delicious. So snozz are in the bowl. And again, you smell the cocoa, it's very dominant in the, in the aromatics of the grind, just as it is in the espresso. Uh, so we shall do the milk first before it all collapses and... Sweetness of the chocolate really pairs up well with the sweetness of the milk. If my one complaint about all of this coffee and I know I'm going to love it brewed because I've been drinking it all week brewed but um, is that it doesn't stand out enough with the milk it's probably a, it falls underneath a little bit but you know when it's so sweet you kind of expect that a little bit and the acidity is so controlled time for the Chemex now anybody who knows me knows I love the Chemex I am a huge fan. In fact, I am the self-proclaimed king of Chemex. Uh, I have a crown and everything. I love Chemex. Uh, and as I said to you last week in the news, we've actually just had the new stock come back in for Christmas, so we have lots of them. And if you don't own a Chemex, you really should. Like The brew guide that we did, and I'll try and find a way of linking the brew guide somewhere, I am so proud of. I think it really is a very solid brew guide. It's probably right up there with the AeroPress one as my one and two favourite ones, so, um, yes, anyway. Mm. So, with the Chemex and with all brood that I've had of this, it takes on a little bit more of the stone fruit. There's a little bit more acidity there, but that dark chocolate is so predominant. It, like, bashes you on your head. It really is so different to every Ethiopian I've ever cooked before. And I think that was a lot of the reason why I bought this coffee. Uh, yes, it's delicious. Yes, it's great. But it's also really different. And I love those kind of ones that catch me out, ones that surprise me that, that, that they are different. So that's the, that, that, that's the coffee for that. Um, yeah, I think it's really good. I'm really pleased with it. So what we do now is it is time for Brain Rattling Round, the staff clip. 
So this week's staff clip comes from my my lieutenant, my my man on the fighting lines of coffee who runs wholesale for us. So um, Dale Dale Harris is kind of well known within the coffee industry and, and known to a lot of you on Twitter as well. I know. Um, I know Dale watches these every week, but he is, he's, he's super important to what we do here and we love him very, very much, as we do the whole team. But me and Dale spend a lot of time talking to each other, so we uh, we tend to work very, very closely. So it's time for Dale's Barista Tip. Another of Dale's Barista Tips. Here, my lovely, after using your steam one, you should give it a short blast to blow out any steam and milk that could be trapped in there. This will keep it clear of sour milk. On a slayer, it does it automatically. Another of Dale's Barista Tips. Insight from Dale, I think you'll agree. So we should move straight on to my pinboard of doom. And my pinboard of doom this week is very kindly been sent to me by Ian Chappelle. Um, Ian is a regular watcher and uh, sent me a very nice letter and these beautiful photos which I think will stay on the pinboard of Doom forever. Um, he's had some little um, Phil characters made from Filter. I think it is ace and I want one. I would pay good money for something like that. I think it's brilliant. Really, really cool. So listen, Phil, thank you very much and thank you very much for your support as always. Um, moving on to the, the Descriptor Scale! Descriptor scale. Shall we take it off for the descriptor scale? And this week's descriptor scale is from Phil, and he says, A lovely cup, mainly chocolate, 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 but with a sticky icing sugar, like party rings in the roof of my mouth, and a slight fruit aftertaste. I love, and I mean love, the party rings descriptor. Bang on. Thank you very, very much for sharing that with us. Um, yeah, they, that's a, a very, very cool descriptor. So, we should go through the numbers. It's from the Chiri Cooperative, um, and the nearest kind of town to here is Decha. The varietals are Ethiopian heirloom varietals, and, and in inverted commas, the Kaffir type. Um, this is just because this is pretty much as old as coffee gets. Um, the altitude of the cooperative is between 17 and 1800 meters. Um, it is a fully washed coffee that is dried on African raised beds. Um, and left to dry for around about 10 days or so um, and he's grown by 440 small holders um, in the uh, Chira area and that's pretty much everything well listen thank you very much for joining me as always do remember comments below happy birthday to Mrs Hasbeen because it's a big birthday for her and uh, yeah we're going to be going away this weekend and having lots of fun but um, before the door opens do remember life is too short for bad coffee.